If you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Hey, welcome to Witch Police Radio. Uh, one of the things that I think is kind of cool about this show and the fact that I've been doing it for you know a million years is that I often get bands coming back on or members of bands coming back on you know multiple times over the years, uh, sometimes with a long gap in between. And I think this is one of those episodes. The last time I had Mulligrub on was... I think it was 2016 or 17. It seems like it was maybe even longer ago than that. And obviously, you know, uh, things have changed with your band. Um, you have a new record. We have all kinds of stuff to talk about. But I'm very happy to have you back on. It's kind of one of those bands that um, I didn't realize until quite recently that that you were um, actively playing shows and, and, and doing things. It seems like there had been kind of a, a drop-off, and I don't know if that was because of the pandemic or who knows what we can get into all of that but i think the best way to start this off is if the three of you want to introduce yourselves and what you do in the band just so listeners can put a name to the voice so whoever feels like going first uh jump right in i'm riley i play drums and i sing sometimes and i um have also recorded and mixed both of our albums and molly grub started as with me and kelly when kelly moved to (laughs) When Kelly moved to Winnipeg, what was it, 12 years ago or something? It's a long, a while ago. <laughs> so, and it, we just were like, let's, because Kelly was doing acoustic music at the time, and they were like, I want to rock out. So <laughs> I started, they started learning, to, like, putting songs that they'd written on acoustic guitar or, like, ukulele or different things to guitar songs, and then I was playing drums, and that cool. was how the started. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, maybe Kelly, that's a good uh, way for you to uh, a segue for you to introduce yourself. Yeah. Uh, hello. Uh, yeah, I'm Kelly, and I play guitar and sing. And Molly Grub has kind of been my like main output for my songwriting set for like ten years, I guess, which is a pretty long time. It is. But yeah, we we did take a bit of a break in the pandemic because. Like we, for a while, like we actually, we couldn't practice. Like it wasn't really safe to practice. And now I guess like, you know, it's still kind of going, but like for a while we couldn't practice. And also I guess Morella left the band kind of like right before the pandemic started without really us really realizing. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, it was like the end of 2019, like the, at like after, so like after the summer and then and then the pandemic ha- started happening i guess in march 2020 so we ha- it had just been like me and riley were like oh we don't really know what to do now because we had this album recorded 
and we didn't know what to do with it. So we just kind of took some time off as well. And I, and I think that was like the fall and the winter. And then the pandemic started just right at the beginning of 2020. So it was pretty, that was kind of the reason that there was such a long break is that we sort of waited until we waited a pretty, we waited almost, I guess, two years yeah, at least to start playing again. Yeah. And then, so you had that extended break just from the, the lineup changing, obviously, and then the pandemic. And then when did you come back? I mean, now you have a new bassist and maybe uh, if you want to introduce yourself, I mean, you're kind of the known quantity for the show. As we were talking before we started recording here, I mean, you've been on, uh, this is your fourth time now talking about different projects, but uh, yeah, go ahead. Let's, uh, who are you and what do you do? Yeah, that's my first time here. Thanks. Always good to be back. Um, I'm, I'm Natalie. I play bass. And I also sometimes sing. And uh, I think um, actually Riley and I are, we were talking about this. Um, we played a show just on the, the weekend and or however long ago it is for all you <laughs> listeners out there. Um, but yeah, I think I joined about a year ago. So like July, maybe June. I don't, don't remember exactly, but it was summertime. Um, and we just started playing together and yeah, it was great for me. I got, I got to listen to the record early, which is, which is really great because it's a it's a great record and I can say that because I didn't play on it. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm, I'm unbiased. Well, what I guess for for the other two of you, what what is that like bringing in a new a new person when you have this thing already recorded? I mean, not only had the band been around for a long time, you know, prior to the break, um, but you have this record that's that's finished with with a, a member who's no longer in the band, and you have to basically bring in a new person. I mean, obviously someone who has had a lot of experience playing music in the city, but I mean, what was it like introducing someone new to the whole project when you had this record that was ready to come out <laughs> it was it wasn't it was fairly easy i mean we're not playing Mor- the the weird thing with the album was that morella sings on half the songs about <laughs> so obviously we're not playing the songs that are morella's songs sure um so so yeah it's just like we we're still playing songs from the first record that we still like playing and then the rest of our set is the songs that Kelly sings from uh, from the new record, Tragical. And then we have like a couple songs that we started working on over the pandemic. So, I mean, yeah, and Natalie just kind of picked up the parts that Morella was playing and then they, they kind of added their own thing to them. It was fairly, I mean, we kind of waited. That That's also part of the, part of the thing that took us a while is we were like, who would we get to play bass? And then with Natalie, it was just like, this just kind of feels like an obvious fit. So we'd waited enough time and thought about it. And then it was easy once, once the time came, it just kind of made sense. That's what, that's what I would say. <laughs> with these new, with these, uh, I was gonna say new songs, but they're old songs on, 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 on the record. Um, do they feel old to you? I mean, I know you're, you're basically introducing them to a new audience now. People haven't heard them. They're just starting to hear them since it came out a few, uh, I guess, a month or two ago. Uh, you're playing them live now and they're new to people then. But do you feel like, do you feel like the band has moved beyond those or is doing something different? Or are you still fully in the mode of, of the songs from that record? I'm definitely excited to write new songs. <laughs> like, I like, I, I, I like the songs that we have and I'm like proud of them. I think they sound good, but we have been playing the same ones for quite a while, so... I'm excited to like to write some songs with Natalie. Yeah. I really like writing as a group, so that's going to be really nice and once we have some time to do that. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. Uh well Natalie, what do you, what was your sort of um 
experience with hearing Molly Grubb before joining the band? Like, obviously, you'd, you'd heard them before, and, and you probably had an opinion on the, <laughs> on the music, but yeah. was this a band I mean, you were, like, a, a big fan of um, prior to joining? You know, I, I, I mean, obviously, I think when their first record came out, they were pretty well talked about in the media. So, um, yeah, I remember, I think I remember seeing, like, the Canadian classic video and being like, this is pretty cool. And, um, you know, listen to them a little bit, but it was when we, I think, I think I, I think we played a show together when I was in silence kit still. And then that's when I was like, well, it's been, this man rules. They were so good live. And, um, yeah, it was, they were just really great. And, um, then I started paying attention to them and then, you know, um, Kelly's old friends with my wife and we're on, uh, the, we rock Winnipeg board together. And, cool. Then I got to know Kelly a little bit more, and you know I got to know Riley a bit in the last few years, and and um, you know we were just kind of talking, and I said, you know, is anything happening with Molly Grub? And, and Kelly is like, well, we don't really have a basis, and I'd be like, well, you know, if you're interested, I I I'd really love playing bass for your, with you guys. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, it's obviously quite different, and like even playing a different instrument's been kind of fun. Uh, well, not kind of. It's it's been really fun, and uh, yeah, I've just really enjoyed working with Riley and Kelly, and we've played a lot of really good shows, and we've already done some pretty cool little, um, you know, festivals and stuff like that. And it's it's been really great. It's been a lot of fun, and um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to writing some material with the two of them. Cool. Hands high on the beach and 
Like, like we were talking about earlier, I mean, like you said, just sort of in this last little bit here about there was a lot of buzz around Molly Grubb sort of at that, at the, at the, I guess, at the peak of, of the band's sort of notoriety in Winnipeg and, and beyond. Now that you're playing shows again and like you said, you're playing some festivals and things like that. Who is the audience? Has the audience changed? Like, is it still people who are maybe... Um, you know, remember you from before, and 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 have followed along with you since the uh, enforced break that everyone had, or or is it? Are you reaching new new people? Like, what's the, what's a Mulligrub audience look like? I've actually noticed some like teenagers, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that is like, cool. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> like like we played at the night market the other day, and there was like teenagers wearing a soft grudge T shirt, and I was like, oh. And then I saw them like come and they were going to say like, oh, good, like say hi or something. And then I think they got shy. And then the next time they passed me, they were like, great show. So I was like, oh, it's like me be like a little, little me. Cause I remember going to shows and like really wanting to go tell, tell the band that I like them, but yeah. feeling really shy. And then, and then sometimes I would like get the courage to go to it. <laughs> so I thought that was really like, I was like, oh, that's like me as a kid. It was so it was kind of nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh. That, that's 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 nice validation to get too, right? That that it's people who are, yeah, teenagers who are like absorbing all the music in the world probably are, are finding your band and and liking it enough to, to to talk to you and wear the shirt and come to the show and everything. That's that's really cool. Yeah, yeah I have noticed like it is definitely some of the same people, but then also there's there's new folks who I don't recognize. I guess just to because we we did play a lot for a while. We toured quite a bit and then we took a break. So it's like in that time, yeah, people have kept listening to us, which is nice. Well, and I guess I mean, especially you know, not to dwell on the teenager thing, but a lot of your songs are very personal and they they, they they're obviously dealing with um. There's a lot of emotion being talked about in the songs and being you know very very kind of hard on your sleeve sort of um lyrics and things like that i mean that's the type of thing that that is going to appeal to to someone who's i mean i i have a teenage daughter i i i know what kind of music that that <laughs> I've, I've become aware of what kind of music the kids are into and i mean like that that is a a key part of it i think is is having that kind of um relatability and i think that 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 makes sense that there would be younger people getting into what you're doing because of the sort of openness um in in what the songs are are talking about is that is that something that you do on purpose uh, as songwriters or is it just sort of how it comes out 
I think I'm just like an eternal teenager. <laughs> like, uh, you know, some which is sometimes good and sometimes bad. <laughs> but um, it's I don't really like intentionally writing to appeal to teenagers. But course, also yeah. like the songs on the the songs on like the first album that came out in 2016. Like I had I written I wrote like maybe half of them when I was a teenager. So it makes sense that teenagers like them. And like sometimes I am like, whoa, this song is like so intense. <laughs> but also I think it's kind of nice to like like I'm proud of my younger self for like writing a song about how I felt. And other yeah. people seem to like it too sometimes. So I know lots of people feel kind of like embarrassed about their music they made when they were younger. But I'm kind of like I'm okay with it being what it is. <laughs> and I still like playing some of the songs. So cool. Yeah. Well, and I certainly don't mean to imply that teenagers are the only ones who appreciate that kind of songwriting. <laughs> but you know, there, there is there is something to be said for for kind of personal, uh, very very personal, uh, almost um, yeah. I guess personal is the word. I got, I don't have a better word right now, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, so what is uh, what's sort of the plan going forward? Because it seems like since you know you have this record that's come out relatively recently, um, you have a, a lineup that's solidified now. Um, you've been playing a lot of shows. Is What's what's the next steps for for Molly Grub at this point? I mean, like you said, you want to work on new songs with the current trio, but um, as far as shows and things like that, do you have tours planned or what's what's going on? Well, we're playing bands as bands uh, right before uh, Halloween. Okay. Uh, October twenty sixth, twenty eighth, I think. Twenty eighth, twenty eighth. Yeah. And we're going to be doing Elliot Smith. So, oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I believe according to the posts that I saw from, from the real love folks that it's like pretty much the 10th anniversary of bands is band. So, so I think it's going to be really special. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. So that's pretty cool. And we're also going to have, um, we're going to have Veronica Blackhawk from Tinge joining us as well for that. Oh, cool. To do some, like harmonies and, maybe like yeah i don't i don't know if i can learn like a 45 minutes of elliot smith all like on guitar i, I in like two months probably not so <laughs> natalie's gonna do some and veronica will do some yeah it's gonna be a real real <laughs> guitar by committee uh show yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, riley riley can play guitar too maybe we'll have four guitars i don't know i can play everything <laughs> Is is Elliot Smith someone that you all sort of agree on as as an influence or as someone that that you listen to, or is this just one member's sort of uh, Elliot Smith fandom coming through here? I, I I've always liked Elliot Smith, but Kelly, I feel like Kelly's the one who I've never been like a super fan, but I, I always liked them. So, in preparation, I've been listening to more of it, and I think I knew a lot more of it than I thought I did. I've never been like like a massive fan, but I've always really enjoyed the music, and I obviously know the story of Elliot yeah. Smith, which is super foundational. And like, um, I'm I'm a big fan of like Rilo Kylie, who was kind of in that 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 set, and I think one of the last shows he ever played was with them. So I'm very familiar of like the I guess the the mythos and like the legend that he is so it, it's really cool it's really cool and um i'm excited to to learn i i mean i love playing different styles of music and um i've been listening to a lot more kind of folky stuff and i know like he kind of gets a lot from that so yeah i'm looking forward to it cool well I then i guess I, I, oh sorry go ahead 
Oh, I was going to say beyond, beyond, like, obviously that's going to be our focus for the next little while. Cause it's quite a bit of work to learn a set of another, um, another artist material and then, and like adapt arrangements and stuff. Yeah. And I think we were, we kind of are all looking forward to like writing, working on new songs in the summer or the other one, the opposite of the summer. <laughs> the cold one. Because, <laughs> you know, that's the time to, that's the time to hunker down and write songs. So I think we're all yeah. looking forward to that. And um, we should do a retreat. Writing <laughs> <laughs> retreat. Or something. Yes. But we, we don't have any, pl we don't have any plans for touring and stuff right now, but. I think it's it's unlikely we would do it the way we were doing it before, but probably some kind of touring. Okay. And playing shows. Mm -hmm. Try and do some more festivals next summer for sure. Yeah, probably like we'd be more selective because like I feel like I've sat on my butt in a car for many hours of my life. And <laughs> it's so expensive you know everything i mean every you know everything's so expensive but like it feels like especially now and you know there's so many amazing music festivals and a lot of them you know are able to actually you know pay pretty well and sometimes even just going to a festival can in itself at least you know maybe open up the doors for a few more shows and um you know we played we played the real love summer fest which was you know just up in toulon this summer and I talked to a lot of musicians and, and other bands and it seems like that's kind of what most bands are, are doing now is, you know, I would ask, Hey, are you doing any touring? And they're like, no, we're kind of more doing like the festival thing. So it seems like that's kind of a, a thing. And, you know, the good thing about festivals is there's lots of grant money being thrown at them. So, I mean, if, if that's a way to make money for bands and it's also a good way to, you know, meet other bands and, and, you know, break into new audiences as well. For sure.
I have a, maybe a, a two part question, and one part of the question is horrible, so I apologize in advance. But um, first of all, I mean, do you feel that that what you do is 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 good at fe- I mean, festivals? I mean, like, are festivals a, a good venue for the type of music you're playing? And then the bad part of the question is, how do you currently define the type of music you play? And I know everyone hates answering that, and I apologize because I hate asking it. But I mean. What do you call it at this point? I mean, it's obviously changed over the years uh, and shifted, and you have a new lineup now and everything. Do you have a like an easy Cole's Notes way to describe what the sound is? Somebody called it Twemo recently, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "That is great." Yeah, Twemo. I guess. I think that might be it. Twemo. Yeah. yeah. There's a little. Like, there's a little jangle. There's a little emo. There's a little pop punk. Yeah, let's not. We're not very serious anymore. I don't think. <laughs> like we're like we're we're still very sad, but man. There's other things. <laughs> it's like fun sad now, right? Yeah, like I don't know. And also, like I'm not sad all the time. Like I I I I write songs when I'm feeling sad because I need like an outlet. And I guess, like, I don't know, I just, it's just what happens. And, like, I don't try to, when I feel happy, like, I just, I don't want to, like, write a song. Sure. That makes sense. No. Yeah. yeah, no, that, that <laughs> totally makes sense. So, and then the other part of the question about festivals, do you think a festival is a good venue for, for what you do? Like, do you, because the festivals are so diverse now, right? I mean, style-wise, you can get, I mean, even the Folk Fest is not folk anymore. There's everything. And so, I mean, do you think that festivals are a good sort of way to introduce what you're doing to potentially new audiences? I think so. I mean, I think it's it's we're not like a closing out the the Saturday night party kind of band, but we're like, and you know, <laughs> it felt we, like our we, was well received. <laughs> we've been playing out yeah, like in the afternoon at things, and okay. I feel like it's, I'm like, yeah, I like this, and also like I don't have to stay up as late, which is cool. Yeah, that's a bonus. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I can't. I like. The three of us were at um, the the Marin release show the other night, and like I had like one beer, and I was just like all a Sunday. I was just and it's just because I because I was up so late. Like getting old is like sucks. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely strange.
so I was going to say, if people are, you know, hearing you for the first time, or they're hearing you for the first time in a while, what's the best way at this point to uh, check out the record and, and find out what you're up to online? Like Bandcamp or Spotify okay. and Instagram. And we also, I, I joined TikTok. <laughs> and we're we're at Molly Grub Music on all the socials. And then this uh, this current record is it just available digitally or is there are there physical copies as well? So we're ordering physical copies um, very soon. <laughs> uh, that's my fault. I've been meaning to do it. Uh, sometimes yeah. I'm not a great business person. Well, no worries. I mean, I, I'm like five years late ordering the first tape anyway, so. <laughs> so yeah, good. people have been like ordering the old tape since we started playing again. So I feel like we should put up the new one. Yeah. But you can hear it now anyway, right? Before, and until then, people can listen to it on Bandcamp yeah. and the various streaming mm -hmm. services. Mm -hmm. Awesome. 